Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Lockwood, and on the surface, I teach you how to declutter your home so you can focus on what matters most to you as a mom, which I'm guessing isn't those laundry mountains, dishes stacked to the sky, and the tornadoes you clean up all day. My hope for this podcast is so much more than teaching you to declutter. I record all of my episodes live and in real time so that you can have the experience of a mom friend who gets you and is there for you. My audio isn't perfect, my kids might interrupt us, but the conversations we have are real, impactful, and proof that there are other moms like you that decluttering has worked for. If you want to join me and thousands of other moms for live episodes, go find us on Instagram and Facebook. 
Just search Motherhood Simplified and we'll welcome you with open arms. See you soon. Welcome to How to Declutter Your Clothes. We are talking about your clothes today as a mom, not your kids' clothes, okay? So we have talked about this a lot before, but um, today I have brand new tips for you because I don't want to just tell you guys the same things. Ouch, check out my hair. Over and over and over. So I have six tips for you. Some are new, some are kind of recycled, some are repeated because they're just so practical that I can't not tell you them. Every time, maybe if I keep telling you over and over and over again, it'll stick, right? Okay, so six tips. Um, clothes for moms is kind of sensitive. It's kind of tricky because we have babies, things shift, they change, and it's a really big struggle for us because first of all, you know, we struggle with buying clothes for ourselves. You know, we feel like money could be spent in so many other ways. Here's my best dad ever cup. Funny thing, I got this for my husband, and then I won the drinks out of it. Um, so it's hard for us because, you know, we're like, we could spend our money on so many other things. Um, and when we go to declutter the closet, sometimes that's all we see is the dollar signs, and it's hard. It's hard to get rid of them, and it's hard to get rid of the stuff that doesn't fit us anymore. I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But, you know, as moms, we get pregnant, we have babies, things shift, they change, we expand. We shrink back down, or maybe we don't shrink down as much as we want, but I'm going to address that in one of the tips um, for you. So I actually, when I tell you guys things, okay, so this, I want to lead by telling you this. When I tell you guys things, it's things that I actually do for myself that I have done that has worked for me or what hasn't worked for me. You can take it or leave it um, or take parts of it and leave other parts, but I like to practice what I preach. So the other day um, in our group, in our Facebook group, if you're not in there, um, look in the comments or wherever you're watching this. <laughs> it's posted all over. It's either above or below or in the link or whatever. Um, but again, into that group where I posted, um, I did a just in case challenge where it was like, I'm keeping this just in case. And you fill in the blank and it was just kind of meant to um, shift your perspective and be like, wow, I'm keeping this just in case what? And you have the most ridiculous reasons. and. I posted up that I was getting rid of some skirts and some long sleeve shirts that I have had in my closet for like four or five years that I never wear. And I said, I'm keeping this just in case I ever decide to become a, um, a dress person. And I'm getting, or I'm keeping these shirts just in case I ever decide to become a long sleeve shirt person. Okay. I, I don't like long sleeve shirts unless they're a hoodie because I feel like I'm being suffocated. Okay, guys, it's dramatic, it's weird, but I just don't like long sleeve shirts, okay? I don't like them. Even in wintertime, I will wear a short sleeve shirt and a jacket um, or a hoodie. I like hoodies. Um, I don't feel suffocated in hoodies, but in long sleeve shirts, I'm like, oh my God, get this off of me. So <laughs> I practice what I preach, and I was hesitant to get rid of those things because it was gonna make my closet, my, my selection, so much smaller but the thing was, I wasn't wearing those anyway. So I practiced what I preached. I posted it up in the group. I said, I'm keeping these just in case I ever decide I like to wear dresses or I ever decide that I'm not claustrophobic in long sleeve shirts. And then I got rid of them. I gave some of them to a friend um, and then I donated the rest. 
and it didn't matter because I haven't even worn them in four or five years. Okay. So trust me when I say you won't have nothing to wear because you're a smart lady. You're not going to do that to yourself. You're not going to declutter all of your clothes and make it so you have to walk around naked. Okay. You're smarter than that. That's not going to happen. Yes. You're going to have less, but you're not wearing most of it anyway. So it doesn't even matter. Okay. Get rid of the excess. And we're going to talk about all these things. So step number one, like I always recommend start easy so that you can gain momentum, start easy, go through and get rid of the things that are old, worn out, stained, ripped, just not in good condition. Okay. And that you wouldn't, you wouldn't feel comfortable selling or donating. Okay. Get rid of those. That's easy. Get rid of the things that you're like, Oh man, I could sew a button back on this and make it work. Or I could fix the zipper or I could get them tailored. You could, but the thing is you haven't. So get rid of them. Okay. Get rid of them and make your life easier. Stop. You have this like running to-do list of everything that you have to do. And if you have things like fix the button, fix the zipper, get them tailored. That's just adding to your to-do list. That's never going to get done. And it's going to continue to weigh on your mind. So get rid of those. Okay. Get rid of them. I promise you'll be okay. Step number two, which is probably the hardest one is get rid of the things that don't fit you anymore. Okay. Because yeah, we keep them so that we can be motivated to lose weight or motivated to get back into our pre-baby body or whatever it is. And it just makes us feel like shit. Sorry. It does. Okay. When you walk in every day and are like, Oh, I wish I fit into those clothes. It makes you feel like crap. Why are you setting yourself up for that? Okay. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. Um, if, and when you lose weight, you can cross that bridge when you get that and get yourself some clothes that fit and make you feel good. Okay. That's what your closet should be. It should be something that makes you feel good. Not something that you dread walking into because it's full of everything that you used to be. Okay. And it could be things that don't fit you anymore. Um, literally like your body, but it could be things that, that just don't fit your lifestyle anymore. So maybe before you had kids, you were a working professional and you have a bunch of business suits that don't get used anymore because now you stay home with the kids. That's fine. Get rid of those things. If it's making you feel badly, if it's making you, you know, wish that you still had that life or whatever, if you're not using it, if it's making you feel badly, get rid of it. Okay. Get rid of it. You're going to be fine. You're going to have clothes to wear. Cause I promise you, you wear probably the same like five to seven outfits every week. Anyway, um, you're going to be okay. You got this. Okay. So that's what I want to talk about next. Number three is like the 80, 20 rule. Okay. So you can have a closet that is jam packed. Okay. Overflowing so many. Come here. You can have a closet that has so many clothes. Sorry. I'm talking to you. Like I'm talking to Kaylee. So many clothes. Um, look, the monkeys. Um, you can have a packed sorry, with so many clothes, right? And still have nothing to wear. So you likely have a closet that is jam-packed, overflowing, making you overwhelmed by laundry piles, um, trying to figure out how to hang them or fold them or keep them organized or whatever. And you're only wearing 20% of it, right? You have tons and tons and tons. And you're like, oh my God, I need it all because maybe one day I'll wear it. And you don't, you wear probably about 20% of what's in your closet right now. And that was even true for me when I told you about that just in case thing with the long sleeve shirts that I got rid of. Um, it took up a big portion of my closet and it made me feel like I had enough, 
Um, and I got rid of it and I didn't even notice, like it actually feels kind of nice to not have to look at those anymore and be like, Ugh, I don't even like those. Like, why do I have them? <laughs> um, so you can do that. You can have that really big closet full of all of these clothes that you don't wear or is that funny? Is that funny? Or you can downsize the amount of clothes you have and wear 80% of it. Right. And that's pretty much where I was at. I was wearing about 80% of it. The 20% was like the long sleeve and the skirts that I just don't ever want to wear. I have no desire ever to be a dress person. It feels good to finally admit that. <laughs> I'll never be the mom who wears cute skirts. That's fine. Um, or shirts that make me feel like I'm suffocating. Um, <laughs> and that's fine, okay? So yes, you're, you're gonna say something like, if I decluttered all the things that I didn't fit into and that I didn't like, then I would have nothing to wear. Not true, not true. And the great thing about clearing out all those old things is that it kind of gives you a fresh perspective of like, oh, these are the clothes that I'm keeping. These are the ones that I actually like and want to wear. And then eventually as time goes on, I'm not saying you have to go buy a brand new wardrobe, wardrobe, you start to be really intentional about the clothes that you buy in the future. And you're like, does this really fit my style? Is this something that I really want to wear or no? It's really hard to see that with a cluttered closet of like, what even is my style? What do I like to wear? What don't I like to wear? Which leads me to number four. Let go of what's not truly your style. Okay, I've mentioned this before, but I like to, I like JLo, okay? I love her clothes. I love how she looks in it. I like how she wears her makeup. I like how she does her hair. I like how she dances. I like how she sings. And I try often to recreate that in my wardrobe but it just doesn't work out, okay? Because it doesn't fit my style. It doesn't fit me. It's, it's not what I feel good in. It doesn't match my lifestyle, okay? Obviously, right now, I'm nursing a baby on a webcam, so I don't feel comfortable dressing like J-Lo. That's just how it is. So it, it was kind of a hard pill to swallow, but I feel most comfortable and happiest and at ease when I'm wearing a hoodie, or a jeans or a t-shirt like I'm wearing right now. And I feel like I look, you know, I don't look like I have no clean clothes. I don't look like a, like a bum or anything. I don't dress super nice to be honest, but I feel good. And I think because I feel good like that people, it not that I care what people think, but it, it just, it makes me feel good. It makes me walk with confidence. It makes me happy to go out into public. I'm not like, Oh man, I feel like I, you know, wear my pajamas to work or whatever, or to the store, um, I feel good. And your clothes should make you feel like that. Whatever your style is, if you like to dress in dresses and, and whatever, dress in whatever makes you feel good, because it's not so much what you're wearing, it's how it makes you feel, which is why it's so important to get rid of those things that don't fit, don't fit your style, don't fit your lifestyle. Okay. It's, it's that important. Just get rid of the things that you're like, I really like this on the rack. I really like this on these other moms. That's another thing is that I don't wear leggings unless I'm working out because I feel so uncomfortable in them. Like going out in public, I feel so uncomfortable in leggings that I don't wear them. Um, I just don't. And I know so many moms are the opposite. They're like, I hate wearing jeans. I don't feel comfortable in jeans. That's fine. Whatever you feel comfortable in is what you should be wearing. Um, I don't, I think plaid is super cute, especially because it's fall. But when I wear plaid, I look like 
a lumberjack and it's not cute. Okay. It just doesn't look good on me, but it looks cute and good on so many other moms. So that's really my point. It's just figure out what your style is and, and keep the things that fit your style. Okay. Stop trying to be trendy. Stop trying to be what everybody else is wearing. Um, number five, if most of your laundry hangs out in laundry piles around your house or stays stuck in laundry baskets or in piles in your closet, then you have too much. Okay. That's just the truth of it. At the end of the day, um, my entire blog and platform and courses and everything is centered around downsizing and minimizing the things that you have so that you can actually have what you want. So if you feel like you're never caught up on laundry, if you feel like most of your clothes are just sitting in laundry piles, if you have to do things like find the cleanest, dirty outfit, you have too many clothes, right? Okay, we've all been there. We've all been there. So tip number five is just realize that you, oh, no more, Kaylee. You have too much, okay? It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> she grabbed my coffee. Just kidding. You have too much, okay? <laughs> she tried to rip it out of my hands, but it's so, it's cold already though, guys, because mom life. Um, but you have too much, okay? If you can't keep up on it, if it's overwhelming, if you are pulling, if you're waking up and getting dressed for the day from a laundry pile instead of stuff hung or folded in your closet, then you have too much, okay? Just accept it. It is what it is. You're not alone in this. Most people do but you are on a mission to downsize and make your life easier. So you've got to admit, I have too many clothes. Okay. Um, and I'm not telling you that there is a certain magical number. I'm not telling you that you can only have four pairs of pants and seven shirts. Okay. I'm not telling you that. I'm just saying that if you are overwhelmed by your laundry and if you feel like you have a closet that is jam packed and nothing to wear, you do have too much. Okay. That's it. That's all I'm saying. Um, there's no magic number, no magic secret. There's no capsule wardrobe formula that works for everybody. Um, it's just, it is what it is. Okay. Number six, the last thing. So number or tips number one through five, you know, we're kind of practical. They're not very action oriented, but they do kind of lay the foundation of like, okay, this is what you need to know. This is the reality of it. And now I'm going to tell you what to do. So there's two ways that you can do this. Um, there's two systems. And if you've been listening for a while and you know these things, you've heard them before, but you haven't done anything about it and you're still drowning in laundry piles, then this tip is for you. Okay, this is for you. And if you're wondering, is she talking to me? Like, is she calling me out? If you're asking that question, yes, I'm talking to you. <laughs> and you know who you are. Um, but none of these things are going to happen unless you actually do it. Okay. Your, your laundry isn't going to wash itself. Your laundry isn't going to get control of itself. Your laundry isn't going to simplify itself for you. Um, it's going to sit there and it's going to get worse and worse and worse. And maybe it's going to get to the point where it's easier for you to go and buy a new outfit instead of washing what you have. That's a problem. <laughs> okay. So if you're wondering if I'm talking to you, I'm talking to you. Um, you have to do something. You have to get rid of a lot of it. <laughs> if you are overwhelmed, but you have to get rid of a lot of it. Okay. If you are in the boat where you're like, I'm not overwhelmed by my laundry, then this isn't for you. But if you are overwhelmed by your laundry, this is for you. 
So I'm just letting you know, talking to you. Hear me when I say, this isn't gonna happen on its own. You have to do something. You have to do the work. So you can do it in two different ways. You can give yourself a timeline, and this is really, really important. You need to give yourself a set amount of time. Say, I'm gonna give myself two weeks, and for that two weeks, every single day, I'm gonna do maybe one load, two loads, three loads of laundry, start to finish every day. When I pull it out of the dryer, I'm gonna make a keep and a don't keep pile. And I'm gonna pack up in a bag or a box the don't keep pile and put it in my car and take it away. And I'm gonna do that until I get through all of the laundry in the house, okay? You can do it that way. Um, if you want, you can either then go through and gather all of the laundry throughout the house and put it in one area so that you have one big mountain and you can kind of gauge where you're at with it and just get committed and do it that way. If you're the type of person that's like, I feel like I could start that and I won't necessarily finish it. You know, if you're honest with yourself and just say, I don't think I can be that consistent for two weeks to get through it all then use the next way that I'm gonna tell you. Get all the laundry from your house, all over, <laughs> pack it up into your car, and head to the laundromat, okay? I'm gonna pause this for a minute and get her a snack. Okay, we are back, we're recording. Um, take it to the laundromat and do it all in a day. Hang out at the laundromat for four or five or six hours, as you wash it, put it into the dryer. As you take it out of the dryer, put it into a keep or don't keep pile. Okay, make a goal. Like say, I'm gonna cut our amount of, my amount of laundry in by half or whatever your goal is. And the don't keep pile, put it into your car before you go home, drop it off at the donation center at Goodwill, Salvation Army, wherever it is that you're dropping it off, drop it off and then bring the rest home and put it all away. Get yourself like a really clean, fresh start, like really fast, okay? There's no right or wrong way to do this. The only way you can do it wrong is if you don't do anything at all, okay? So pick which way works for you and give yourself a deadline. Give yourself, um, like I said, give yourself like, I have a two week maximum that I can do this. Maybe some days I'm gonna do five loads of laundry. Maybe other days I have a lot going on and I'm only gonna get one done but I'm gonna start it, I'm gonna wash it, I'm gonna dry it, I'm gonna take it out, I'm gonna keep, don't keep, and then I'm gonna put it away. Because really guys, if you don't do something, if you don't pick one of those two ways, or you figure out a different way that works for you, it's never gonna get done, you just have to do it. So those are the six tips for you. Um, I do wanna let you guys know that this whole video recording was all about decluttering it and getting rid of stuff. If you wanna know how to add things back in, and how to actually find your own personal style by decluttering, I have a class for you. It's called, literally, find your personal style by decluttering. I did this class with my friend Mindy um, with adeclutteredlife.com. If you are interested in learning about more ways to declutter from other moms um, who know how and who have done it, um, and have her, you know, her own personal spin on it, check her out. But we did this class together and it's an hour long, it's a video, but we have a great worksheet that goes along with it um, for how to actually find the colors that you like, how to actually find the style of clothes that you like, and how to move forward in the future after you've decluttered 
and finding and buying clothes that actually <laughs> fit your style on a budget so that you didn't pay too much. And I kept the things that I wanted to keep. I kept some vases and some little toys. And like my daughter really loved the, um, the three foot ceramic giraffe. So that was a part of their bedroom for a while, but the rest of it I donated because the gift was in her giving it to me and she didn't care what I did with it. She just wanted it out of her house. <laughs> and so I did that and it was often, it was like once a month or once every other month that I would go over there and they would literally fill up my car with this really nice stuff. I would donate most of it. Okay. And that was fine. So when you're getting hand-me-downs like that, you know, you can accept it graciously, but you're not obligated to keep it. Okay. You don't need to keep it out of guilt. You don't need to keep it out of obligation. You don't need to keep it out of any of those things. Get rid of it. Same goes for gifts, you know, like toys that your family and friends give you. Let your kids play with it. Let them enjoy it. And then when it comes time to do a routine purge, if it's a toy that's not played with, let it go. There's no, there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. Um, I came in at the perfect time. My father-in-law's girlfriend just gave my four-year-old a karaoke machine for his birthday. Yeah. So that's the other thing is that sometimes they give us gifts that we wouldn't necessarily buy for our kids and our kids really enjoy it. That's fine. Um, my kids get dollar store toys, a box of them, like once a month from my parents. Um, and if you guys know how I feel about the dollar store, it's the clutter store. So it's stuff that I wouldn't buy for them, but they have a really good time with it. And when it comes time to do regular purges, whatever's not being played with, regardless of who it came from, or if it's broken, we get rid of, okay? It's not anything personal. It's not like you can keep everything that everybody gives you forever. Just like when you buy something, you're not meant to keep it forever. Things aren't meant to be kept forever. Sounds like my mom giving things to my son, daughter, myself. It's the most random things that happens in the first story. Yeah. And it's totally fine to be like, thanks for thinking of us. I really appreciate this. And if it's not something that fits in your home, fine. If it is something that fits in your home, great. Most of the gifts that we're given, we keep because we actually like them because it's stuff, like I said, that I wouldn't necessarily buy for my kids and they love it. They, they are excited by it. And I'm not frustrated by it because I've taken ownership of every other area of my house. I have decluttered my house. I know that I am the boss of my house. I know that if my home is cluttered and overwhelming, it's my fault, not the people giving me gifts. <laughs> right. Um, so that's, um, my tips to you guys. And something that a lot of people ask about and request, um, is like for birthday parties, you know, like, what do you tell people for birthday parties? I don't have the exact wording, but there are a lot of people who will say things like for birthday parties, we just request your presence, not your presence. Okay. P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E, presence, you showing up over gifts. Okay. You can always do something like that. And you can do it in a way that's tactfully tactful, but I always think it's kind of a slap in the face to be like, stop buying my kids stuff. <laughs> um, you got to just kind of take ownership of the rest of your house. Like I said, it's frustrating and it's overwhelming because your house is already cluttered, but the gifts that they're sending you aren't the reasons that you have paper clutter piles. The gifts that they're sending you aren't the reasons that you have laundry piles or the reason that you have dishes stuck to the sky or paper that you haven't dealt with on your countertops or expired products in your bathroom. Those gifts that people are giving you and your kids aren't the real problem. The real problem is the rest of the house um, that you actually can't control, right? You can't like control people giving you gifts unless you want to come across the wrong way and offend everybody and 
feel like the rude person, but you can take ownership of the rest of your house and get a grip on that. So any thoughts, questions, um, follow-ups, anything like that. If you guys do have follow-up questions, if you're watching the replay, let me know. If you do want to get a lot of momentum going with decluttering toys, decluttering your home with kids, you want some additional support, some resources, some like step-by-step, -step, like do this, do this, do this, do this, get into my course, seven days to an uncluttered home because it does that for you. It covers laundry, dishes, toys, bathroom, cars, and your surfaces. And it's literally me saying, do this, do this, do this. Here's a checklist. And yes, you can do it in seven days, but you don't have to. If you do get into that course, it's, um, you get access to it for life. So you can do it in seven days. You can do it in two months, three months. You can do it once. You can do it eight times. However many times you need it, you have it for life. Um, so I will put that in the comments and I will see you guys on the next time. Hey friend, did you love this episode? If you did, I would love if you took a screenshot of it and shared it with somebody else. Okay. The whole point of this is to create a community of moms who get each other, who support each other and who, when they find something that helps them, they share it with somebody. So I would love if you shared this podcast with somebody with maybe just a little note about how it helped you or how it inspired you so that it can help somebody else. I would also love it if you left me a review. Leaving a review lets me get better stats on the internet and blah, blah, blah. Basically, it helps me help more moms like you. I would so appreciate it. If you hated this episode, I'm sorry, but I'm also kind of impressed that you listened to it all and you're still listening. So still leave me a review, still share it <laughs> because I'm sure somebody can benefit from it. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, Head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the motherhood simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.